1: Hey, I'm Nick Cody.
0: And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and frackasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically
1: just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl.
0: Midair madness, passengers trading blows. Mid air
1: brawl on board a scoot board flight from
0: the Gulf At LAX. thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I, go- I, don't know, a... to me. I hope this crashes. <gasps> out the fucking door!
1: Welcome to midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you go, mate? How's summer? It's summer in Melbourne. We had the two good, you know, it's the old uh, two good days. That'll do. But there was two hot days and it's fucked off. Oh, righto. So it's back to what I like, 23 and cloudy, my favourite. That is enviable, actually. It's fucking
0: steaming here. Yeah. Just uh, been at the beach.
1: My body is just a home... For future melanomas, or a future home for melanomas, I should say. And um so any chance I get to avoid that shit, the better. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate the sun. A lot less
0: Aussie flags this Australia day. Yeah. Down at the beach.
1: Uh Invasion day. Oh, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Well, Jan 26 to me is actually my mum's birthday, so it's a bit hard to change the date on that one because it is what it fucking is. Yeah, right. And she's been used to having a public holiday since, when did it come in? 94? 94. 94, Yeah. <laughs> You can't tell her to change. No, she's not changing. <laughs> Too old.
0: I saw at the beach, there was this fat guy and his fat 10 year old son walking around with a handful of flags each, Sick. selling them. Imagine your dad making you sell Aussie flags. Oh,
1: at Mate, the beach. I, I oh. think that it's like the the bloke at the State of Origin Game 3 I told you about that was yelling out queers landers and stuff. The one blue supporter oh, right, near yeah. us. With his 10-year-old son, just nudging him. Yeah. One fat dickhead raising another one. And again, there's only two ways that kid will go. He either looks back when he's older and just says, what a fuckhead my dad was. Yeah, well, good on him. Or he's making his son sell flags at the beach with his dad still there.
0: He's embroidering fucking swastikas on his clothes. (laughs) Um, There's this other guy, more disturbingly, this dude who I know owns a few units in Coogee, I think he... He inherited them or something. Just rich dickhead, real fat, which is fine. Whatever, follow your dreams. But he, he, this disturbs me. He lies on the beach, no towel. Just looks like a fucking crumb sausage just lying around.
1: You mean he doesn't put a towel down? He just lays in the sand.
0: Yeah, yeah, straight on the
1: sand. Comes out of the ocean, just lies on the sand. That's fucking insanity. I know, it's
0: mad. We've evolved past that.
1: I, I hate that anyway. The beach to me, that like the sand bit is just the annoying bit between the fucking ocean. And the shower—they've
0: solved that at a few beaches here, and just concreted the whole fucking thing.
1: <laughs> Go on, Greek, Greek, uh, yeah, Greek front yard style. <laughs> Got a few lion statues. <laughs> we'll sort it out.
0: You hose it with fresh water. Hose the bits of sand that find its way onto the concrete straight back in the ocean.
1: Well, you would have been—you would have been to some um, beaches in Europe, where it's almost just stones. Yeah, until shit. you get to the ocean. Yeah, it's a—it's a little bit shit because it's a bit algae on the old Tootsie's, but uh, fuck. Once you pass that, no sand, you go straight and just walk out of the ocean into a restaurant. Fine.
0: Oh, you prefer rocks than sand, would you?
1: No, I'm saying so, it's it's annoying, but I never sit on the beach anyway because I'm a pasty cunt. Yeah, right. So I'm like I'm in an I'm in the ocean, and then preferably a wave throws me into the car park. That's how. I'd... Yeah, right. Yeah, I I
0: don't sit on the beach that much, but I do sit on the beach and just wet my shorts before I go in because peeing in the ocean. Gets a bit cold sometimes. It's hard to do, and the waves are hitting you if, yeah. if it's a big swell. So, and you've got to go to the toilet in the ocean. So, I just do it on the beach first.
1: You piss first, and then walk in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just leave, leave that, leave that trail behind you as you're walking into the ocean. Like someone's. Oh no! You just
0: pretend. You just pretend it hasn't happened.
1: Someone's following your car in an eighties movie. They've just punctured a paint can and stuck it underneath. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> how they track you. You're an easy one to track <laughs> at the beach.
0: It's not it's not diarrhea. It's just pee. Yeah,
1: it's fine. <laughs> um anyway, mate, we've got a big announcement. We certainly do. Episode 50 is coming up, and uh to celebrate the 50th episode, this is it's gonna be the first ever live mid-flight brawl. Woo!
0: I dressed myself in-
1: That's right, bitches. Live mid-flight brawl. Yes. When's it on, Heggy?
0: Uh February twenty, three p.m. in Melbourne.
1: Melbourne. The uh, most progressive city in the universe. First cab off the rank. Mm. I reckon six months ago you would have saw the COVID stats and thought there's no fucking way they pull this off and look where we are now. Thanks, Dictator Dan. Woo! Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, as it stands, I'm still not allowed to go to Melbourne, but I, we're, I'm banking on that changing. I'm allowed to go to Tasmania. Which I am going to. Yeah. But uh for the few days before that. But then Melbourne's still not allowing the likes of me in. So we'll see. But it is three weeks away.
1: Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. You've also got two live shows that day at the same venue, Comedy Republic. New comedy spot in Melbourne. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Stick
0: around for a five pm stand-up show. Best time for stand-up, five pm. Yeah. Really hot. Still light outside. Yeah. Yeah. Just librarians and fucking
1: weirdos. So, what are you doing? We've got 3 p.m., our show, then 5 p.m., your live show. when's the next one? 7 or 8? 7 p.m. Seven o'clock, one sold out. Fuck. Big, big day for heggy on the tools. Yeah, man. Wow. It's nothing, is it? By 7 p.m., 20th of Feb, I'll be screaming. This will be me when your second solo show starts.
0: Woo!
1: I will be. To
0: kill ya! To kill ya!
1: I'll be fucking loose in that venue.
0: I reckon you'll be. You'll probably be kicked out because of COVID restrictions, no? Don't know.
1: Don't they have crowds? See you later. Get out. Don't know. I'm just going to buy a ticket to both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure, mate. <laughs>
0: Good just investment.
1: Crack cans. I'll try and start a big uh, or do a pl- plastic cup. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. Sorry. Charlie just ran in. That's all right. BBC News style.
0: Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> um, my, I can hear mine making a bit of noise out the back too. Not even as young as yours. Still going for it dog barking, whatever.
1: We are recording this at uh, 20 past seven at night, which uh, yeah. they call the uh, the old uh, witching hour.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very yeah. accurate. Well,
0: it's a bit, bit late for the witching hour. More responsible households got their kids in bed by about seven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, this cunt wakes up at fucking 6am. So we, we try- and- Is he in
0: the room? Is he in the room and you're referring to him as that?
1: No, he's out of the room now. Oh, okay. Fair enough then. All right. Go for it. If he, if he was in with me, I would have held him up to the camera and said, my little favorite cun <laughs> <laughs> Your little buddy. <laughs> Give him a little knuckles on the head. Shooker shooker. Speaking of the stand up, mate, I I spoke to you during the
0: week. You're back on back on the stand up trail.
1: I certainly am. Before we go past though, Midfly Brawl live shows, it'll be at midflybrawl.com for tickets. The Patreon members, it's already it's almost sold out because the uh the Patreon members, even the lowest tier, the toilet, uh, they get first dibs at Midfly brawl tickets. So um, there's a few left, midflightbrawl.com. Get him. Sweet. Or check him out on Insta, at midflightbrawl on on Instagram. We'll uh, we'll chuck the link up there as well. But, yeah, I am back on the tools here. So You're back doing gigs. Had a few weeks off. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, much like Conor McGregor, come in full of confidence, leave hurt pretty quickly afterwards. About seven minutes in, you go, fuck, I should have trained harder. Did he get bashed?
0: He, yeah, he did, bash unfortunately.
1: He. he did. It was very grim. Oh, oh well. Poor little fella. I was a lot of pints in at the Great Northern Hotel in Carlton, screaming with a lot of friends. It's all right. We'd already lost all our multi-bets when the first fight of the card kicked off. First fight blew all of our bets out. So it was just passion. There was no money on the line, but it still makes you fucking angry. That's uh, what happens when you bet with your
0: heart instead of <laughs> your head. Play smart. <laughs> what... I, was, I, was, I looked at Pokey's wins tips and tricks the other day Yeah, a lark and mm-hmm. – uh, Someone had put up their meme and it said, uh, it's not gambling if you know the system. Great. So he's worked it out. Mm.
1: <laughs> that that bloke's got a uh, $0.10 cent spin, $0.80, cent, $0.10, cent, $0.20, cent, $0.10, cent, $3, $3, $3. He's figured out God mode on the pokies.
0: Oh, is that your algorithm? <laughs> he's yeah, tricked it. It's all algorithm. He's algorithms. tricked the system.
1: Um, there's a comedian... Uh, a guy in Melbourne who works at a pub, I'm going to put the video up on Insta, I sent it to you, a man very high on opiates oh, standing yeah. in front of a more chili machine. Yeah, It's excellent. A fucking good laugh, real good laugh. Yeah.
0: Did he deliberately send it to you because it was in front of more chili or just happened to be there?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. He was just telling we had a gig um, in Alinda, like in the in the Dandenongs yep. uh, last Friday night. Ripper gig. That would that gig was heaps of fun. Um, and out the back he said, during, Well, after COVID, not everybody's been able, been able to travel everywhere. Not all the states were open. So he said, fuck it. I'm just going to take a pub job. And he's taken a pub job at a bit of a grubby venue. Mm. You know the, the sort of pub where it's almost, just call it pokies. Yeah. Why even say a pub? Like there's somewhere you've got to figure out how to find a place to get an actual beer. It's just pokies everywhere. Yeah. And um, he said you get some high-level dead shits rolling through that that VIP lounge, and he films them all. Oh, it surprises me! And sends them to mates for a laugh. Oh, nice! Mm. Is he-
0: <laughs> It's very good. It's good work. I enjoyed it <laughs> very much. Someone sent me a picture of a more chilly uh, donut cover. Oh, great! So they're available.
1: Yeah, Red Bubble. I've seen them. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm. Um. Hey, do you want to know the shirt that I got you for the live show? It arrived.
0: Oh, I. Don't announce it. Don't announce it. No, I'm not going
1: to announce it. I'm just going to show it to you.
0: It's not going to be like your fucking pyjamas or something, is it?
1: I'm just going to show the shirt to you, Okay. right, on the screen here. Mm. But this is the shirt you'll be wearing at the live mid-flight brawl. A listener sent it in on Instagram. He said, mate, get one of these. And I I clicked the link. You never know what you're going to get when people send you stuff. And I thought, Mm. that's fucking fantastic. Send this from America immediately. Now, you can't mention what it is.
0: Oh, very good. Yes. Love that. looks quite large.
1: Now it's a, I got your medium. I was just holding it up close to the camera. Oh, okay. And I got this. There's nothing like shopping that you can't describe on a podcast.
0: Yes. Very good.
1: So we'll be dressed like cunts. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> the listener who sent us that info, thank you very much for that website. The T-shirts have arrived. Sweet. So we're going to be dressed to the nines. You got it right, people. Tuxedo T-shirts. How good. Correct guess. Um <laughs> yeah, how have gigs been for you, man?
0: Oh man, I did a show at the comedy store last week. It was great. I had even he even had some mid vlog brawl listeners afterwards, so I would listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. I thought, Oh, thanks very much. That's nice. Because podcasters whose stand up shows I've been to before, the fuckheads will sit there yelling out catchphrases and shit.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, none of that happened. Oh, so none thank of that? you very much. Real I'd Christmas. rather not no. Oh, that's good. None. None of that. Real so, no. Christmas.
1: None of this. Your mate. None of those. No. Very accurate. None of that.
0: Makes you think, doesn't it? No. Oh, and furthermore, Like people, people who start listening to this, they don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Like this is the first episode you listen to. They're not going to. They're going to go back and try to become part of some secret club. Horrible.
1: No, we're going to. Um, we'll make it easy for you. We'll put out a little if you've just joined us. What every week? No, you just put out a little clip, even on Insta. Thanks for joining us. Is an explanation of some of these things.
0: Makes you think, doesn't it? Well, that's self explanatory. But um <laughs> yeah, other than that, gigs have been a bit tough. I did one last week at a suburban pub. Fucking hell. I was oh I was not well received at all. Yeah. But then I thought afterwards I am well oh, they were eighteen. Oh yeah. The people there. I'm closer to triple than I am to double their fucking age. <laughs> so they're not having that.
1: No. The brightness and positivity of of today's youth, even though I reckon the depression rates would say otherwise, but they're very positive, go get them types. And oh, yeah, I, I reckon your vibe of here's what life actually is, cunts, yeah. get this in you, may have, <laughs> may have popped their little balloons. <laughs> I don't think that they just, oh, yeah, anyway,
0: whatever. It's, uh I'm not for them, yeah, so. Furthermore, I started putting on all my literature because I was I started selling tickets for festival shows now. Yeah. Including Melbourne actually. And um pretty much banning anyone under thirty five from coming <laughs> to my shows. I mean, I'm not gonna check IDs, I'm not a loser. But your fucking fault if you're under thirty
1: five and you turn up because I'm not for you. See, I don't think I think age is just a number. I think it's more about what have they rammed into those years, you know? Yeah. Well fucking not much generally. Yeah. Out in the country, different story, but City
0: under oh it's probably being unfair, under thirties. It's a bit bit more like it. Um yeah, I don't know. The kids, they should just go and watch one of their own. <laughs> Some pretty pretty fucker. <laughs> yeah. They don't like adults who aren't famous. Well, that's that's the general thing. They'll they'll tolerate a famous comedian who's fifty, but not one who's not. No fucking way. Yeah. they cop and that. No. Something wrong. They can't figure it out. Oh, they're too young.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, give them time. Well, I don't want to give
0: them fucking time. <laughs> I've given them time and that's over. Mr. Nice Guy has fucking left the building.
1: At the one short spot of a suburban pub, you've now written off a whole generation of people. I like it. Well, no, I've had me- no, that's not the first shit spot
0: at a suburban pub. Fuck me. It's been pretty, pretty tough for years, that, but that was just one of the worst. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
1: The success rate of a suburban pub gig versus a corporate. Pretty close for me, I reckon. Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah, one from 10 I am. Yeah. I'm ai am a 10 percenter. <laughs>
1: we've, we've done those gigs where there's an actual greyhound race going on behind your head. Mm. Yeah, bank of TVs. Anyway, we better get stuck in, mate. Let's do it. I feel like
0: we've prattled on. We've made it to episode 46. They said we never would, but we fucking did.
1: Here we are. Don't forget, Midfly Brawl live show. Feb 20th, 3pm in Melbourne. Get on Insta, get on the website, get your tickets. Episode 46, let's go.
0: So this week we are looking at Zoom, Mm -hmm. flight OOM26, Vancouver to Gatwick, March 11, 2008.
1: Zoom, hold on. Already, I'm in. I thought it was the thing we're talking to each other on. I didn't know there was an airline. <laughs> this is like the fucking yes. winky face on the tail. <laughs> I've looked it up. Zoom Airlines Incorporated was... Oh, that's sad. Sorry. Let's sort this out immediately. I didn't know we are dealing with a was. Was a Canadian low fare scheduled transatlantic airline. Hmm. Operated year-round scheduled services to Europe and charter services to South America, the Caribbean or Caribbean if you're a sepo, and Southern United (laughs) States. Oh, bad time. They finished up in 2008, August 2008. Not a good time for anyone. Good six years, though. Good work, Zoom. Six years is about how long any company should last, to be honest. I started watching that. uh, We spoke about it episodes ago. The Kingfisher Airlines. Oh, yeah. Um, Love it. And a, a bloke sent me a thing on Instagram about have you seen the Bad Boy Billionaires of India episode with the owner of Kingfisher Airlines. Yep. And um, yeah, I watch the episode. It's a fucking great episode if you haven't seen it. But it is it is a story that you'll see time and time again about people that have something going great and then they add extra shit yeah. until it fails, much like me with my golden microphone that I bought with Patreon money, oh, and yeah. this golden headphones and the golden chair that have lions on the he- arms. <laughs> <laughs> Ride it into the ground.
0: Is John Laws still operating as a uh, broadcaster in radio? No idea. Your hero, John, Laws. John, Laws. John Laws? Is he still?
1: <laughs> Fuck off. Because he, still...
0: he has a gold microphone.
1: Yeah, I think Alan Jones does as well and maybe Kyle, Kyle Sandilands. I don't know. I reckon you could pick one up cheap. Hey, who referred to me as a good operator? Who did? Jonesy or Lawsy? Kyle Sanderlands. Did he? In an interview with someone. I don't know. Some I had a few people send me um, screenshots of an interview. Why would he say that? Do you work for the same mob or something? No, no, no. They just said this guy has now started on this station. And Carlo said "Carlo." Carl Sanderland's had a few. Yeah. Carl Sanderland said, he's a good operator. Like, That's fucking hilarious. Don't know this bloke at all.
0: What's in it for him to say that? Why would he say that? Don't know. I'm sus.
1: Man, I was too. That's what I said to my wife. What is going on? Mm. <laughs> he's the ultimate, he's the ultimate mover and shaker. Oh, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, good on you. For rubbing shoulders. This good operator. Sorry, I'm a little bit distracted. I'm trying to cat. Are they called weevils? What are those little? No. Weevils are in your we- in your fucking flower. That one just came in here,
0: a fucking weevil. And that's what you're worried Cunts. about in your garage with the bookshelf, a fucking one It's not weevil. a
1: garage cunt. It's the, it's the third bed. They told me it was the third bedroom. It's not. And it's not. Clearly not. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> if it, if it, if it, if it. If you're a doll, maybe this could be your fucking room. This is a dollhouse bedroom <laughs> with the books with the mainly mixed martial artist uh, autobiographies in the back. <laughs> oh yeah, I can I can see it's a lot of with most of them unthumbed, just uh, just there for show. Conor McGregor with <laughs> complete works of Shakespeare, art of war, seven people to punch other people in the face for a living. Yeah, <laughs> books we all read them. Anyway, Zoom, uh, Canadian
0: Airline, obviously Canadian himself. Michael Roy Schick has uh, he's finished his bottled water while still at the airport. So he filled up the bottle, even though most of them say do not refill. But, and this is a trap for rookies,
1: he accidentally filled it with vodka. So oh, same colour. Don't you hate that? Don't you hate when you're a few sips into your water? You go, this is hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My throat burns. this water's no good. is this cool water? is that the brand there's there's a bottled water that is fucking horrendous. most of them taste the same because it's water. there's one particular brand. I think it's cool water. I think they're a red rooster fucking bottled water mob. I wouldn't think to ever buy
0: water it comes out of the fucking tap.
1: yeah, so I've burnt a lot of money for no reason.
0: you have and then, I mean this is he's <laughs> um the first bit of the flight ride. Right? it went went without incident and then. How many and a half hours in
1: do you think there was some static he was oh, getting? Please tell me. I was wrong the other week. Please tell me three. <laughs> no. Fuck.
0: It's two and a half. You round it up to three. He was, he was getting steadily maggot rock. You rounded it up to three.
1: More
0: Is The thing is, he, he's got a head start. That should give you... Like you've got to take some off yeah. the general magic hour That's true. if you've got a head start. Yeah. It brings it forward. Yeah. Um, he was getting pretty maggot. and he's, Straight vodka can sneak up on a Canadian.
1: We've said this before. Straight spirits, you don't get the bloat of beer. I'm currently having a beer. One of my favourite things about beer, you get more bloated the more drunk you get. Mm. So you gener- you've just physically slow down as you get more maggot. Oh, but a straight vodka... You can do a fucking handstand walk. Absolutely. You don't know where you stand with vodka, <laughs> and he, he clearly didn't. Michael, obviously, he
0: didn't want to draw attention to himself and his vodka in the water bottle, so he ordered a bunch of drinks as well to wash down his – what do you reckon he's washing down? Oh, pills. Sleeping pills and antidepressants.
1: More tea.
0: Good combo. Yes, yeah, so I, think, I think we know, you know what the culprit is already, we've jumped the gun. Then he went berserk. Yeah, m- mental illness. Yes. <laughs> That's a problem, isn't it? It's not people. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, he went berserk, not my words, two and a bit hours in. Magic hour. He was, uh, it's being a general menace, right? Straight up, just kicking and screaming and having a general tantrum. And who's on board with him?
1: Who do you reckon is on board with Michael Roy Schick? Oh, that's going to stop him. Uh, oh, it's got to be a cop. A cop or a wife? Oh. Either one. The harsh words will stop you.
0: Fucking, you've you've done pretty well there. It's only Terry Spence, the serving PSNI chairman, police service, Northern Ireland, off duty. But are they ever? No. That's pretty much an air mar- unofficial air marshal. Oh, fuck yeah.
1: You should have it on a T-shirt. Yeah.
0: Even when retired, pigs continue to stick their noses in, don't they, and bully the public and administer justice.
1: Any bloke cleanly shaven, not in a suit, I think, well, you're a cop. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't help themselves. Got to have a shave. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they're not cops anymore. Not fucking around with you, sir. Yeah. I know you got a fucking Rivers polo on, but. <laughs> yeah. Is that a flat top and a fucking...
0: And a, and a sort of 2 p.m. shadow. Yeah. Are they khaki shorts with a fucking polo tucked in? You're a cop. Fuck yeah. Oh, tucked in polo. That's a classic. Yeah. That's going to get you. They love just performing citizen's arrests after they're retired, etc. Tez, he has, uh, I looked into Terry, and he's since stepped down from the post, but his decorated career included joining the RUC in 1977, and, and he was there throughout the troubles. So
1: again, my my favourite description oh, for terrorism it's, it's it's so Irish. I love it. Oh, I just think of my Irish rallos saying it. Just the troubles is yeah. so nice. A bit more than troubles. It sounds like there's no death. Trouble used to be a fucking board game. All right. Yeah.
0: It's it's more than that, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no. It's just the troubles. Did you see all of
1: that ISIS malarkey? <laughs> they threw a gay off the roof and cut someone's head off. Yes. That's a bit of a fracas. Yeah. <laughs> An oopsie daisy. The, <laughs> the royal <laughs> bit of silly business.
0: <laughs> the Royal Ulster Constabulary, right, was at one stage the most dangerous police force to be on. Um, that includes Mexico.
1: During the Troubles, right. Sorry. Sorry. Got to jump in there. I know you love the. Uh, what do you say about this? What's the saying about stats? Fudging the stats? No. Cooking the books. Cooking the books fudging the stat, whatever. It, massaging the stats. Massaging the stats. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, probably, I reckon, at the height of the troubles, not as dangerous as a Mexican cop now. Oh, no. I think they're comparing Mexico 1982 to Ireland 1982. To, yeah. to Ireland 82. Fucking oath they are. Yeah, at
0: the time, I'm saying. It's, it's like comparing a black and white cricketer to one now. Yeah. Hang on. They were yeah. fat and they smoked pipes and drank beers at half time. Fuck off. Yeah. Might have had the skills, but absolutely no way they could compete now.
1: Speaking of cricketers, how good was Warney the other one? <laughs> I don't know. Did you see Warnie on the, they got in big trouble? Saw
0: his haircut. Well, you see his little hat? Yeah. That's a result, direct result of the haircut.
1: Bad hair plugs. Otherwise known as hair plugs. So it was Shane Warne and Andrew Simons. In the oh, box. fucking oath. Yes, I did see this. I beg your pardon. Bit of hot mic issues. Yeah, a few weeks back. Future you. Big Bash League between Adelaide and Melbourne. Yes. Uh, they didn't realise that KO Sports have a, a thing that KO Sports hot mic or whatever was on. And they made fun of Labochet having ADD. Said, just fucking bat, mate. And Andrew Simon said, well, <laughs> we should give him the hog pile. Jump on your back and push your guts out your ass. Yeah. He laughed. You know what? If they actually sold that as a package, athletes saying the things they actually say, TV wouldn't be in trouble. Yeah. That's what everyone wants to hear.
0: They do, until uh, there's a couple of your mates on a radio show talking about how your to get your pregnant wife to just have the baby. you remember that one? That was one of the best hot mics I've ever heard. Oh, no. You don't remember this? I don't even remember who it is, but it's nah. a, some Adelaide mates of yours on the radio, oh. and they thought the mic was off, yeah, but it clearly wasn't. And one said to the other, oh, yeah, my wife's really, you know, she's got to have this baby soon. The other one said, yeah, just fuck her in the guts, Oof. and uh, that'll do the job. And he laughed and went, <laughs> yeah, okay. And that went out. Jeez. Drive time. Not drive time, whatever the morning one is.
1: Yeah, breakfast. Breakfast yeah. time. Everyone in their cars thinking, oh, good tips. So, no, actually, bit rude. Somehow it does make it worse, but as someone getting up at 10 to 4, six coffees in before they start talking, I do understand how your brain goes to a place where that may be deemed more acceptable. Yeah, I know, the ad break, but don't ever say that sort of shit around a microphone. Shut up near a microphone. I had the first break of last year. Um, I dropped an F-bomb. Oh, really? On- Did they get to it? Yeah. And dump it. No, it was just a mistake. A slight mistake. First
0: it, day back. Did it go out to air? Did it go on air? Yeah. Ruined Christmas. <laughs> Complaints? Complaints line light up?
1: Nah. Best bit about Triple M Brisbane, the listeners are fucking legends. Yeah. If a swear word gets through, it's fucking great. Yeah, right. Woo! It's good time.
0: Um, anyway, in the Troubles, during the Troubles, 319 RUC officers were killed in Ulster. All right. By comparison, when the RUC weren't thrashing confessions out of children, they only killed 55 people in the same time frame, a mere 28 of whom were civilians. So, Ooh. you know, fine. Yeah. Makes you think, doesn't it? Bit of collateral damage, not even freedom fighters. A lot of fucking innocent bystanders, including women and children. Um. So Terry Spence, he's on the plane. Avid plastic bullets campaigner, Terry Spence, he thought fuck all of a cute little Canadian who is no dude, yeah. brought up on a diet of
1: ginger ale and chips, served up inexplicably with melted cheese on top. Um, this Again, a drunk Canadian to me, that is like a drunk guy with a fucking Tommy Hilfiger or Ralph Lauren polo around the neck. Yeah. Like that's how I view them as that level of cute. Yeah. Like, oh, I get it, you're aggressive, but are you?
0: Yeah, they're fine.
1: Are you? Just leave them alone. It's like like you're going to blow up
0: sumo suit or something, just (laughs) laughing and saying, fuck you. You go, whatever. I'm not going
1: to do anything about it. Take it easy, man. Do your worst. (laughs) Have you ever seen one of those, those abusive clowns? No. Oh, man, I went to the, there was a radio show. I'd be an Anthony. Anthony, fuck. I've had a few in the US. Um, I reckon 15 years ago I was over there. Well, it was 15 years ago. I saw Bill Burr on stage doing The Rant in Philadelphia. It's a famous uh, clip on YouTube. Yeah. I was at the show. I was 19 and they, were, they Opie and Anthony had this sort of massive, because the amphitheater had like 10,000 people there, they had all these different um, things before you got into the amphitheater and one of them was a clown who was taking, it was I think 10 bucks and you could throw three balls to try and dunk him in the water tank. Oh, yeah. And he was just abusing everyone. Great. And I thought, what a great job. Like at 19, I thought, this is the best, and I still do. I think it's <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. He was fucking right. Ro- like, it's a job for you, Heggy. If you want to make a million dollars quick, you sitting a- on a dunk tank, you can swim. You're fine. Well, yeah.
0: I don't know that anyone's throwing three balls for a million dollars. A pop. No, no, no. But the the amount of
1: people you would upset.
0: <laughs> well, you just you just like making judgments on their appearance and stuff like this before they dunk you. Yeah, great.
1: That is a good job. Yeah, and then when people throw it and they fuck up, you can abuse them on that, and then that gets the people that you've abused thinking, "Well, I'm a better throw than this fuckhead." Yeah. I'll I'll chuck in an a tenner. Great. And then all of a sudden, you're leaving a Maserati. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How many how many wet clowns
0: are driving around in Maseratis? I've got my doubts <laughs> about this whole scheme. Um, so Terry, right? Yep. Terry uh, Spence. He's he's tackled Schick and held him down and, and, until he was restrained with handcuffs to a seat. I imagine a couple of seconds later, because he's Canadian and just wanted
1: for everything <laughs> to be nice for everyone. Yes. Um. Said sorry. By the way, can I tell ta- very quickly, sorry, last interruption, my only time dealing with Garda. Oh, go on. I don't think I've said it on here before. I had a few. Those that don't know, Garda. Garda are the Irish cops. 2015, after Edinburgh Fringe Festival, went to Dublin for a few days and obviously first stop, uh, being a man of culture, was Straight Blast Gym the home of one, oh, the notorious Conor McGregor. Yuck. And uh, I signed up to do a beginner's mixed martial arts class. Jesus Christ. Because I thought, you know what, I haven't been to the gym in six months. Uh, I've been on the road and uh, I've just been in Edinburgh for 30 days. And I don't want to say what I was up to, but Woo! I was not in good shape. Mm. And I thought, I'll do this beginner's class. I just want to train at the gym where... Uh, My mate, Conor McGregor trains, and I've signed up and it it was meant to start at midday and at 12.15 no one was there on these mats and the person at reception said, don't worry, just hop in with this class over there that had been going for maybe half an hour. So I sort of warmed up and three minutes in there's people 30 kilos lighter than me just fucking choking me out. I'm having the worst time of my life. Yeah. And I said, what is this? And they said, advanced Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And um, I don't know anything about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'm definitely not advanced. Um, <laughs> and there were, I think, five or six people in the thing were like in an actual fight camp, like they were training for a fight coming up. And the guy who was happiest was a member of the Irish police, the garter. Mm. He said because he'd been the worst person in that class for the last 18 months, but finally he got to belt someone, which was me.
0: Yeah, right. And did he belt you? Fucked me up. As the police are want to do to civilians.
1: Yeah, well, it's jujitsu, so you're not, you know, you're not taking fists to the fucking head, but it, it's, you're still getting beaten up. Yeah, it's almost sadder because you're like, I know they're going for my neck, and uh, I'll do everything I can to stop that, but I can't. Ugh, it's worse. It's worse than copping a king hit. That's what, when somebody cops a king hit. You didn't even know it was going to happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> whatever.
0: That's why the rest of us carry weapons to just even the ledger. Um, Mm. So during this right, he's been tackled and and put in in handcuffs to a seat. A female flight attendant, or flight attendant, as I prefer to be known, thank you very much, Nick, uh, tried to calm him down (laughs) in his chair where he was handcuffed. And uh, Michael Roy, he's appreciated this by spitting in her face. Oh, can't do that. When you take all other weapons off a man, including his fists and his feet, he'll use the only thing left at his disposal. And this is, I'll tell you what, Canadian or not, like you want to see me fly into a rage that won't abate until someone's dead. I don't even care if it's me spitting in my face. That'll do the job.
1: Well, I also think in this, he, he was very lucky. It's still a bad time. You should obviously never spit at anyone. But when did he do it? 2008. It's fine. I reckon in this COVID era, I coughed at the shops the other week and everyone fucking left.
0: I dived under the aisles and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think a spit in the face now, that's. Oh,
0: that'd be a, like proper, like it's always been assault, but that would be deadly assault with a weapon.
1: Well, I felt, you know, you feel bad. There was a group of people, obviously, uh, after 9 11 that were hassled a lot more than the rest of society. And I think now I had a runny nose just from hay fever the other week. I'm like, oh, is this how they felt? Try going to the chemist and asking for some codril. Yeah. Because you got a bit of a sniffle. Yeah.
0: Less embarrassed now asking for fucking dick wart cream.
1: <laughs> By the way, anytime, so I reckon I've had the flu three or four times in 15 years. And I've had the flu jab only since my son, since my wife got pregnant. Yeah. Right? Two, two and a half, three, almost three years ago now when she got pregnant. I thought, all right, I'll start getting the flu jab because you figure you can just beat it. I've never needed the thing. yeah. But, fuck, depending on how I look going into a a chemist and asking for cold and flu tablets, if I'm not – like I've always had a beard, but if I'm not cleanly shaven around it, they will ask for my license and then they might not give me the good stuff. Oh, because you mix it for – I think I've just got a head that may – it may err on, you know, he's breaking these down in a caravan. Yeah, right. Breaking bad style.
0: If you're keen on that, though, take a kid with you. Usually helps. Get away there with heaps. Shoplifting.
1: Brilliant with kids. Well, you're the smarter man. Prams. Built for shoplifting. Didn't mean to do it. Kid put it in there. Um, Have you ever shoplifted? Have you ever knocked shit off? Yeah. Who hasn't? Oh, man, me. What? Terrified. No, I mean
0: as a kid I used to Yeah. A mate of mine had a job at Sunnybank Plaza Bilo when we were fifteen. Oh, wow. I was going around to his place for a movie night and to stay the night and I went into his bilo for the end of his shift, the last twenty minutes of his shift, just walked through the aisles, just filling my bag with stuff. <laughs> and I went to his <laughs> counter and I bought a packet of gum. And and he said, Sir, can I see in your bag? Call me sir. It's fifteen. And he looked in my bag, and he even he went, Jesus Christ, (laughs) (laughs) full, full
1: of stuff, supplies for the night. Yeah, victimless crime. I, I remember because you know, give an inch, you know, yeah. It's that same thing as teenagers. We had a mate who would, um, we had a mate who worked at Subway when Subway first came out and was a big thing. Yeah. And uh, she once said, "When I turn around, grab a few stamps." From the roll, oh, okay, and you you can't tell a sixteen-year-old fucking person just grab a few stamps because no. my mate fucking made it spin. <laughs> he took so many. Yep. I think he, he's still getting free footlongs yeah, right. this cunt. They haven't accepted stamps in six years. They haven't handed them out. Well, the joke's on him. Disgusting. <laughs> Sucked in him. You're not a fan of wet meat. Oh,
0: gross. It's more the stink. You walk past one. It's got. It's real. It's it's got its own stink. It's cookies, cunt. It's delicious. No. Nah. Cookies and hot bread. No, nah, it's it's this anything that's got its own smell, like it, that's definitely that as a smell. Yeah. And it's not even a, a legitimate, unique uh, yeah, yeah, uh food yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's just bread rolls, wet meat, and fucking cookies, which can be produced anywhere. They've got their own stink of it. Fucking yuck. Stay away. Yeah. Something wrong. Yeah. Real wrong. Yeah. yeah Turns yeah. out pedophiles. <laughs> That's the smell every time. Um. Anyway,
1: <laughs> can't find much. Hold on. What? Sorry, I've got. I'm sorry to keep chipping in, but I'm half cut. Um. What? When you were growing up, what was the? So for me, it was Subway. Was the thing that came out, and everyone's like, "What? Yeah. What the fuck is this? This is crazy." I'm gonna have to stop you here. Sizzler. Sizzler. All right.
0: Walkable from my house. <laughs>
1: oh, no. How many times did you go a bit?
0: I was about 10 when it started. We couldn't fucking believe it. What? Hang on. Everyone, <laughs> this is clearly not true. Steak, seafood, salad, all you can eat. Nah. Never heard of it. Can't be true. We're all going. And we did.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like to think we contributed to putting them out of business. Yeah. <laughs> the Higgins. A mere 30 years later, they've
1: gone. See ya. <laughs> they tried to write the ship, but it was that that hard smash at the start that really set. You like one of the air crash investigations when they find out the plane crashed thirty years after that it had a tail landing. Yeah, yeah, that was that, was that That's a fucking hard up. bump in yeah nineteen eighty two. Fucking eight it was the Brisbane Heggies <laughs> mid eighties helping themselves as we told them to. Do you remember what's in a? I don't think I ever. I I cannot remember a sizzler. I went to a lot of Pizza Hut or you can eats. Mm not a sizzler. When they say seafood, do they mean calamari rings? Um oh, I think yeah, I think so. Like on the salad. I man,
0: I it's a long time ago for me too. I literally haven't been in one for 30 years. But I do remember uh, potato skins and that cheesy bread. Yeah, which fills you up. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, we knew it filled you up so we didn't touch much. You had a little bit when well, that's delicious. Not having any more of that, so I can get more of the good stuff, mm-hmm. and then a soft serve machine for dessert. So
1: a lot of people think Sizzler went under um, because of you know people just have taste buds now, mm. and um, no. you know food's gotten better. It's not that I think I think it's the rise of cruise ships. People are like, hold on, I can pretty much go to Sizzler, and it's closer to my house than the Higgie's house was. Yeah, to their Sizzler. <laughs> yeah. You just, that's all it is. If you get near a port, like a, a cruise ship's just floating
0: Sizzler, pretty much. But like they just moved their operation offshore. Potato skins. That's <laughs> like the literal fucking byproduct of chips. People were lining up for that and loving it. With bacon bits. Bacon bits. Yeah. Not like a- the fucking, the byproduct of a, pe- like the shit bit yeah. of not even bacon, just bad yep. shit. Lard. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Have that. Sprinkle that on your fucking potatoes. Yeah. Yuck. Um, (laughs) Anyway, can't find much about our hero here, Michael Roy Schick, although he is a Canadian uh, children's entertainer. You know it's more sus than a popular kids entertainer, one who's not
1: popular. (laughs) That's the only thing more (laughs) sus. I was I was at a mate's place the other day with my son and my mate's son, they're they're the same age and he said, Should we put on the wiggles? And we don't let our kid watch TV. And I said, Well, fuck it. Why not? I've had enough of him. Mm. Put the wiggles on. And I genuinely felt bad for the wiggles. Like the joyful looks as they fake play guitars and sing covers of Twinkle Twinkle and whatever. Yeah. Awful. I've never seen a frame. Of the Wiggles? Rather not, really. But I was looking into this. I was
0: looking at Michael Roy Schick. Yeah. You know when you type something into Google and it predicts
1: what you're about to ask next? I typed in <laughs> Michael. Hold on. Everyone's is different, though. Is it? Yeah. Algorithms. Okay. I
0: type in Michael. What do you reckon? Top three from three to one. Uh,
1: for you, Uh Michael Fight. Uh, Michael Arrest. No, no, no. Like people. Michael Jackson. Jackson was number two. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bevan. No.
0: <laughs> it's Google, man. This is like the top. Yeah, There's a, a world it's a worldwide web. Your hints in the fucking first W.
1: We made fun of fucking on Triple M last year when that the Mars singer was on. Oh yeah. And Michael Bevan was one of the contestants. Yep. And you fucking your mate. I know. <laughs> you know. Your mate, your mate Osher is also my mate. I fucking clocked Usher, it. Osher, I know what you're about to say. Go on, mate. When the, he lifted the mask off, and nobody under thirty knows who the fuck Michael Bevan is, yeah. Osher went, Michael Bevan, screamed it like. Yeah. <laughs> but he also that'll remind you
0: went on to say two-time World Cup winning Michael Bevan, who fucking hit the winning score on the on the this ball or that. You go, hang on, no one. Like, I liked him.
1: I used to love Bevan. He's a great finisher. But I watched the game live when I was a kid. I remember the night that it happened. Yeah. No no one that's watching The Masked Singer even knows what one day is. Are. That's- anyway, it wasn't Michael Bevan. You got number two, Michael Jackson. Who do you reckon number three was? Uh, hold on. Well, you know what I'll do? I'm on my computer. I'll type Michael and see what Google gives me. Here we go. Michael. Well, Fuck, I think it's listening in. Michael Slater. Oh. Michael Hussey. Jesus. Michael Michael Hill Jeweller. Yeah, number one, Michael Hill Jeweller. Oh. He was above Michael Jackson. My number three is Michael Jordan. Yeah. So how is Michael Hill Jeweller? For some reason on mine, Michael B. Jordan, the American actor from The Wire, oh, he yeah. plays Creed, mm. Apollo Creed's son. Um, Is Apollo Creed's son, He's his name Creed? That's lazy. I think it's. I haven't. I haven't watched the movies. You know. Well, you know. You've known this for longer than me because you've got kids that are older. Mm. You have a kid, and you realize how limited your time is. And I have to. If there's a movie or something, I really have to want to watch it. I'll give something a go, but if it's a Creed and I know pretty much what's going to fucking happen, oh, I don't watch Creed. I won't waste my time, especially if his name's Creed. Creed, yeah, (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) Creed's son's name is Adonis Johnson. Jesus Christ. That's worse than Creed. Um, <laughs> I went to
0: entertainersworldwide.com, who else, and, and then <laughs> looked up kids entertainers in British Columbia where Michael Roy Schick is from, right? Yeah. And uh, there are but two, Gizmo the Clown and Magical Duda. And yeah, I know, as soon as I read, read those names, I, I just called the Canadian police and told them to get on their ponies <laughs> and get over there. What the fuck? Um, point is, though, big hole, big hole in the market in Vancouver, two clowns in a whole state. I reckon we could offload some Aussie ones over there to make a penny.
1: we got a few, don't we?
0: Then I came across a site, right, listing the best Canadian kids entertainers, including, but not limited to, Norman Foote. Did I send you Norman Foot? Oh, yeah you most certainly did aspire with my little life aspire with my little life yep. that's what we are reduced to charlotte diamond was another one did you see her oh i
1: am a beast i
0: yep and the best one for me, Rick Scott, Canadian, Children's entertainer. in your bed. I don't believe it, but you know I've heard it said. Oh, this guy's creepy. Well, then first you must be dead. No, you look like these angels What the fuck is that? There's a song about, you know, you don't have to be an angel when you're dead. Just be one now sort of thing. So introducing kids early to death. By oh, the way, it all sounds like that to me, revolting. And unnecessary, yeah have you said, I don't really like kids' entertainment at all, no, never liked it, but I did one time as a kid, I did go and see Rolf Harris when I was about seven at Twin Towns. oh no, Tweetheads. yeah, and uh I fucking loved it.' so what you want about Rolf, and people do, but he's very he was very, very good, yeah, at what he did. I think you have to be before you start living out your dreams, otherwise the tall poppy
1: brigade are going to come and get you. They do in the end anyway. And by a tall puppy brigade, yeah. You mean the, <laughs> the police. police. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the Melbourne yeah. um, Child Crimes Unit. Yeah.
0: The fucking <laughs> the complaints line is gonna light up after this episode even more so than recently. Um so the pilot ride, right, he's he's decided instead of uh, sticking to the schedule. He, he'd pop into Belfast to drop Shik off.
1: Oh, that's a shame. He was so close. Gateway to the White Atlantic Way. He was so close to the gateway. Well, he's gone to... Wait. Well, not not quite, yeah. He's gone to Belfast, little, little off
0: target. I oh, know, And uh, dropped him oh, no. off into the hands of the Northern Irish Police so he can experience a swift nightstick of justice on the tarmac, <laughs> followed by the slammer and a court case. Yep. Um, prosecuting lawyer, right, she was tessa kitson i've always been interested by the law industry types in the emerald isle and just how much other than drunkenness violence or drunken violence they ever deal with Mm -hmm. so had a dig
1: into tessa kitson herself oh well mate it's good that you did because i had a dig into the judge oh so tell me about tell me about tessa well tessa
0: kitson right she um one such incident, in addition to the booze-related ones that we have in Ireland, was Tessa uh, dealing with a 25-year-old Richard Cooper. Uh, in a nutshell, in 2018, Dickie Cooper set up his mobile phone on or in the toilet bin to video staff and customers at a restaurant
1: and watch them later. Mm. Guess what restaurant? An Irish restaurant, uh, Peter O'Malley's. now. Nah. Was it a PJ O'Brien's? No. um, Pizza Hut, Domino's. They're going to call something a restaurant that's not one. Yeah. Hooters. KFC. (laughs) Fuck, yeah.
0: We'd like to apologise for the interruption to the programme. mid Flight Brawl will continue shortly. Richard's wife, she dobbed on him, right, when he was snooping around. She was snooping around in his phone. She found the dry run video of her own very self that Richard had filmed while practising for the big day, (laughs) not unlike a serial killer beginning with cats. Um, Richard's ended up with two years probation. Even Teresa said it's enough that he lost everything already, the fucking degenerate. He lost his marriage, obviously to forgive your wife after she's ratted you out to the filth. Um, yeah. He's lost his job at KFC and uh, and he's lost contact with his young child plus a sex offences prevention order, SOPO, which is essentially a five-year cooling off period for perverts, which usually quells the itch from what I've seen. It's like taking a primary teacher Christian brother and just whacking him in a rural high school with those revolting mutton-dressed-up-as-lamb teenagers before heading back to the city, completely cured of any
1: former urges. Not wrong in the way that she said he's lost everything already. Mm. What is there to lose if you're setting up a camera phone in a KFC toilet where you work? Oh. You know what I mean? For me, and I say this as a
0: bloke who's a fucking unskilled labourer at my age, Um. Jump on the internet if you if you don't feel good about yourself because there's always some bloke who's married with a kid, and still works at KFC, and then he throws it all the way on an amateurish toilet perv plot. I'm fine. I'm I'm living high. so um, oh, so Michael Schick. He's had to front up to Antrim Crown Court where Tessa was prosecuting and the judge was Patrick Lynch QC. Yeah,
1: I know about. And you know what Patrick Lynch said to him? Yes, I fucking do. Go on. One of the most hapless visitors to these shores that I have had to deal with. Now, I looked into it. I think most visitors to Antrim are hapless. So I had to look at things to do in Antrim town. Now, Not the county because Antrim County does include Belfast. So I've focused just on the town and it's pretty much just castles and gardens, right? But number three, I don't know if you saw number three on Antrim's Town's things to do, Shane's Castle. No castle should be named Shane. (laughs) (laughs) It's like having a Gary's Manor. I know. If it's not a saint. It can't be a castle. <laughs> Oi, did you visit Brett's Palace? No. <laughs> I mean, what a
0: what a statement, though. You're one of the most hapless <laughs> visitors to these shores I have had to deal with. That is high praise, given that it's Ireland. Can you imagine an Irish person, let alone a judge, saying that to a foreigner? Probably the biggest insult I've ever heard from anyone to anyone.
1: Oh, but I had a look with the... Google Maps. I just wanted to know what's around here where he can tell this bloke you've you've made a poor choice. Antrim Courthouse, fuck, it's in a good spot. You'll love this. Antrim Courthouse, not far from the water. Oh, uh, the beach. Yeah, by water, the first thing I spotted was Six Mile Water Caravan Park. Mm. It's not far from there. It is also rammed in between a, two pizza places you got Domino's Antrim and Pizza Time Antrim and two fish and chip shops, Rolo's traditional fish and chips and the chippy, and the courthouse is next to a Tesco's. So, (laughs) and not only a Tesco's, a Tesco petrol station. Oh, yes. Is that a courthouse? I don't know. I'm only thinking of Melbourne, the is in Melbourne. Even the magistrates' court is at least next to the Supreme Court and the family court. It's not next to a fucking servo. I can't get two boost bars and a Slurpee for four bucks anywhere near the court. <laughs> Tell a fair bit about a court by what it's next to, you
0: reckon. <laughs>
1: oh, fuck yeah. They've got to build them somewhere. It's across from uh, Ray's Independent Family Funeral Directors, a ah. tyre shop and Nanabelle's Gifts. All of those things quite
0: handy to someone who's just come out of court,
1: I would think. Also, a primary school, a primary school one block over. So you can just get your pen licence and head straight in to Antrim Courthouse. Same
0: distance, promised guilt to court as it is to court to jail, <laughs> I would think. That's how the kids learn about um, distances in Ireland. He um, <laughs> Lynchy has said that because of your behaviour, you've lost your home, your good character, and potentially your job. One year in the clink, buddy. That's what Michael yep. Roy shit got. That's what you get for fessing up, and he he did plead guilty to all six charges, including three of assault. Um, should have just, realistically, should have just been a zitty little hamburger pervert. They get fuck-all punishment from what I read, especially if Tessa is on the job. Um, turned out, though, and this, is, this was a surprise, it was all a simple misunderstanding. It was, presu- it was prescription medication oh. he was taking for depression mixed with oh. vodka. He accidentally put in his water bottle. Michael himself did absolutely nothing.
1: Oh. More tea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the insults, though, don't stop there. Did you see the Irish Times article, Newton's Optic? Uh, it's an opinion piece. Maybe. Go on. There's a writer, Newton Emerson, in the, for the Irish Times. He's written about it. A Canadian man was sentenced to a year in prison in Belfast on Monday for abusing passengers and staff on a transatlantic flight. Uh, Michael Roy, Schick had consumed alcohol and antidepressants before the incident, which ended with him spitting in a stewardess's face. Can't say that anymore. He said, and this is in the piece, the mere mention of antidepressants would normally secure an acquittal for public order offence, but different standards apply in the air, resulting in very different behaviour. Then he goes through all the stats. So he said, the UK Civil Aviation Authority reported 2,219 incidents of air rage out of 238 million passenger movements. Um, This can only mean one thing. This is pretty great that this guy's written this in a paper. It's a deeply shocking conclusion that will outrage much of society, but we must face the uncomfortable truth. Everyone is perfectly capable of behaving themselves None of the conventional excuses for public rudeness and aggression stand up. Stress, tiredness, irritation, and spilling someone else's drink are all commonplace in the air. Yet the risk of being sworn at, punched, or stabbed is effectively zero. He's just looking at the stats. He said, and this is what I love. The rise of the budget airline has only confirmed this observation. Over the past decade millions of extremely vulgar people have managed to drink heavily for several hours in the close company of complete strangers without making a scene even more remarkably hundreds of thousands of their appalling children have managed to sit still in relative silence without starting a fire or breaking right. a window <laughs> <laughs> And it goes on and on, but it's pretty much saying the odds of air rage, the percentages are so low that no excuse should be counted. Not shouldn't. You know? But
0: uh, it's quite nice that it's low. It makes us quite niche. Chick, <laughs> he got deported to Canada after his one stretch. So pretty much just rewarded. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to upgrade you to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked in, cunt. Cop that, Chick. Yeah. Your dog.
0: Anyway, um, <laughs> that's about it for this episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in, everybody. Gigs coming up, mate. Oh, yeah, on and off, pending border closures,
1: changes day to day. Check out LukeHeggy.com yourself. Yeah, I'm NickCody.com.au. We're at Adelaide Fringe Festival at the same time, hopefully the Rhino Room, uh, Gold Coast Laughs Festival, Yeah, hopefully together March 19th. Oh, myself in uh in February, I'm hoping to be Tasmania for
0: a couple of nights, mid Feb, followed by Melbourne, but who knows.
1: Yeah, and and a live mid flight brawl. Yes. Could be happening. Melbourne and Adelaide, the first cities. Uh you other legends will follow soon after. We've just got Heggy and I do have seemed to pick the two fucking hotspot states to live in, like a couple of fucking losers. Yeah. So hopefully we can get together. I just want to see you, mate. I just want to see you and have a beer with you. Oh, that'd be I nice. I think it's, I think, was it since Adelaide Fringe? Like, no, since Brisbane Comedy Festival, March last year. Yeah, March last year was the last
0: time we are in the same <laughs> city. Oh, I, I was in Brisbane briefly but only saw you from a balcony. Oh, that's right. And um, I was in quarantine. But, yeah, this has been quite a fucking struggle doing podcasts in different cities as has been evidenced by my lack of technological uh, knowledge. But, you know, we've strung it together somehow.
1: Yes, say a struggle. We've had hundreds of thousands of downloads, your listeners, your fucking legends. Thanks for getting behind us on Patreon as well, patreon.com slash Brawl for the extra eps. The toy, we're upgrading the toys. Heggy and I are getting some fucking sweet toys. Thanks to you, legends. We're going to put some great live shows together soon, some good online stuff, getting out better content because of you, champions. So get on there, patreon.com slash Brawl. Keep sending us messages. Instagram at Midflight brawl or pod at gmail.com. We're putting that mailbag edition together very shortly. Um, anything else, mate? No, I'm done. I've got to go. All right. I'm going to smash a few cans because I'm going to have to stop again soon. Yeah. So let's get into them now. <laughs> Woo! I might hop on a plane, make my own it. See you next time. Bye. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Mid Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid flight brawl, dickhead. Oh fucking hell! Okay,
0: ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.